What's going on, guys? Welcome to Barking for Balance, the podcast where we talk about dogs, but really we talk about whatever it is that comes to our minds here. And I literally mean anything and anything goes. Most of the topics are meant to teach, inspire, and entertain. And by golly, we cover most of those bases. For those of you guys that don't know me, I am Pat the Pac-Man, and I am Dog Behavior and Rehabilitation Specialist at Pac-Man to the Rescue, Canine Solutions and Coaching. What we do is we do not train dogs. Nope, we train people. We train people on, we teach people basically about dog psychology, how to understand and communicate dog language. And basically we teach them about dogs. And this way they could have dogs that are happy, fulfilled, and well-behaved. That, my friends, is the secret. Not a well-trained dog, but a dog that is happy, fulfilled, and well-behaved. And to do so, you need to be well-trained. So if you want to know more about how to do that, if you want to learn how to get that done, hit us up and we'll be gladly to share that with you. So today on this episode of the podcast, I'm going to be talking Siciliano, parlamo Siciliano. Hey, see, if you guys have uh, never joined before, yes, I speak Sicilian as well. I throw some Sicilian words and Sicilian phrases in there. Pequio sueño Siciliano. I am Sicilian, uh, born uh, in Brooklyn, uh, moved to Sicily, where my parents were off the boat uh, for seven years from the age of 10 to 17, and uh, I speak Sicilian fluently. So you're going to learn a few Sicilian catchphrases. So parramo siciliano, que sabido. You know, I'm looking at myself in this camera. For those of you that have the pleasure of doing the same, I just want to remind you to uh, hit that subscribe button. Uh, so you don't miss out on the podcast, which can also be listened to on all the uh, major podcast platforms and links are in the bio below. And also, so you don't miss out on all our cool instructional videos. Uh, you know, I got to be tell I got to tell you, I'm, I'm actually pretty impressed with myself on uh, on the progress that we're making uh, that I'm making personally on uh, on these on these videos, um, the instructional videos. I mean, you know, I'm not naturally born to be talking in front of a camera and uh but the last a couple of videos have been pretty impressive my performance is getting a little more humorous and a little more you know uh, uh, you know i'm getting a little silly and you know i'm having fun so uh so make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on the goofy the goofy pat goofy yeah so it's kind of fun we're having fun here so today we're going to talk a little bit of, obviously we're going to talk about dogs but instead of like one specific topic i think i'm going to address a couple of different different topics today um, I'm obviously going to tie them in possibly all together. Um, I also want to talk about how the fact that people are, are going to be jealous of us uh, when we achieve a certain level of success. And I'm going to explain what that means uh, with the, some examples from with myself um, to just give you an idea. But as far as like the dog stuff, usually I cover like one specific topic about dogs. You know, there was there's a there's a couple of different things that I wanted to address. And my my buddy Jordan was uh, was was asking me some questions. So, um, you know, there was, there was, a, there was a few things that we were discussing. So I wanted just to, on this platform to kind of like address some of that stuff as well. Um, so yeah, so we're going to talk about that, a bunch of different topics. So, um, and as far as the jealousy is concerned, you know, I'm going to get into a little bit of my background. So you kind of understand what that means. Basically, you know, for those of you guys that don't know, I used to be a financial advisor for 16 years and, um, you know, it's, it's a very long detailed story. There's actually I, on one of the podcasts that will include the link um, in the, the, in, in here as well. So you go look at that particular episode. I forget which number it is, but, uh, I talk about like, you know, when I, when I first was about to get started, uh, with working with dogs, when I decided that I wanted to, uh, leave the financial services industry and uh, dedicate my life with working with dogs, it was a big hurdle, uh, which was what the dog trainer that was supposed to hire me kind of told me that I wasn't talented and all that kind of good stuff. So, um, I'm going to get talk about that a little bit more in, 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 uh, in a second, but 
uh, you know, when people are jealous of us, you know, and, and, and it kind of like ties in with, with the concept of dogs, because, you know, even when, when I was discussing this with Jordan, you know, he was saying how, you know, dogs are, um, you know, they're, they're excitable, you know, they're excitable creatures. And absolutely, I mean, they're excitable when we allow them and we make them excitable, excitable, you know, a lot of times, depending on the kind of dog that you get, um, you got to be sure. And this is one of the things I always recommend to all my clients and everybody really is that you don't want to just pick a dog based on what they look like or, or anything like that. You kind of want to match your, the energy and the energy is not just whether they're, um, you know, able to like run around and, and you want to, you could take them on hikes and stuff like that. No, it's more like the energy of, you know, are they, are they more submissive to you and you're a submissive type? Are you a more assertive person? And they're assertive. So you kind of have to match that kind of dynamic with, with your personality. So if you're a high energy the person who's just very like bouncing off the walls and and you know, and you're all like hyped up on caffeine, you know, and you're like all over the place, chances are your dog's gonna become like that, you know? So um there's there's a common misconception. Where and it's 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 really related to like how people think like the tone of their voice is um, what a dog feeds off of, and it's not the tone of your voice. It's not your voice that really that matters. It's your energy that makes them react or do or be a certain way. So when you become like angry, you know, speaking of capida, capida means hair, just so you know, and I kind of got a fresh haircut today. So I'm looking uh, pretty, pretty good. If I do say so myself, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, and uh, hair is important is actually I talk about that too. Hair, my biggest fear points, write them in the comments. What is my greatest fear? What is my greatest fear? If you guys are watching these podcasts, you better go back in time, watch them all, listen to them all. You got to know my biggest fear. Run them in those comments. There may be a prize involved. Big prize. Good prize. So anyway, so um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. So energy. Whoo. Yeah, energy. This is just pure adrenaline and pure like passion when it comes to talking about dogs and life and just trying to inspire people and educate them. So. Anyway, so yeah, so when we're talking about the topic of like, you know, how a dog um, relates to us and we, you know, we get angry, we scream, you know, people think like, oh, well, that's what you have to do. You got to get louder. No, when you're getting louder for a dog that's excitable, whether they're jumping or barking or those are the really the, the some of the areas of how a dog is um, telling you that they're excited mentally and or physically, but whether they're just, they're just trained, you, you taught them, you know, you taught them to be that way mentally, or they're just not physically uh, draining the, the energy properly or at all or enough. So they're displaying those, those, those excited, um, they're displaying those excited uh, consequences. So those are the the consequences, the outcome of the excitement factor. So the problem is the excitement. So when we go into with this tone of voice that people perceive, you know, the way you talk as um, the tone of your voice, as how your dog is going to react to you, it's got nothing to do with that. It has to do with how you feel because when you feel a certain way, if you feel like anxious, nervous, or upset or whatever, and you're screaming at your dog, thinking that that is going to make them calm down because they're going to listen to you and respond to you. That dog will not look at you because you're not in the right mental slash emotional state. 
So the tone of voice really has nothing to do with it. It's more the energy behind the what you what comes out of your mouth that really makes a difference. Because I'll be working with with some clients and trying to let's say calm their dog down from barking or whatever. We're gonna buy a we're gonna buy a you know, and they're screaming, stop it, stop it, and they're calling their name, Frank, Frank. I don't know why I always use human names when it comes to dogs. Let's call them Sasitza. We'll call the dog Sasitza. Sasitza is sausage and Sasitza means shut up, which is actually kind of funny. I just remembered something. I know. Remember, this is barking for balance. So there's going to be some tangents every once in a while. Stuff just pops into my head. Um, when I was just living in, in Sicily, there was this, we had this little alarm clock, a little, ah, a little alarm clock. It was like this little black rectangle. Was, I think it was brown, brawn or brown, whatever the brand is. Um, and it was a voice recognition alarm clock. And the thing was so goddamn annoying when it rang. It was just one of those like annoying mother-in-law voices. Um, but you know what I'm talking about. And it was that kind of like, like annoying, just want to kill you sound. So I used to make the, I mean, I still have those habits now where I just make the alarm just ring and I get snooze like 35 times. I set the alarm at like seven o'clock in the morning and I don't roll out of bed till like eight o'clock or nine o'clock or whatever uh, sometimes. But, um, you know, and I used to this again, this was voice activated. So you didn't have to even like touch anything. And my, my parents, my mom still says it to me because we crack up because she was here in the other room and you'd be able to hear me say, see to <laughs> which is basically shut up. I would say, and I would tell the, the, the alarm clock to shut up and it would shut up, you know, but then of course that's basically the snooze. It was just voice. Then you had to hit the button to like, you know, turn it off, but see So yeah, that was like our common, our common phrase. Every time you say it was always like the alarm clock, even to this day, like, you know, almost 30 years later, we're still, we're still cracking up talking about that. But uh, yeah. So, um, so just, just a little side tangent, but anyway, so, so we're talking about like, like people trying to tell their dog to shut up and they're saying it angry or frustrated or annoyed or whatever. And that dog just starts barking louder and louder and louder because that energy that you're giving to that dog, even though you're told you're angry and you think, well, you know, I'm angry, you know, I'm showing this dog who's boss. That dog is laughing in your face. That dog is laughing in your face because, because the energy is not matching. You know, you're not putting out that excitement fire. You're actually adding more excitement fuel to that already excited fire. So it makes it worse, you know? So yeah, the tone of your voice has nothing to do with it. Again, it's not really what you say. It's how you say it emotion wise. You know what I mean? So you could have like a tone, really, but if you're just, you know, some people have like a deep voice, you know what I mean? You know, you could have a deep voice, but inside you're insecure or, or, or sad or whatever. So yeah, the tone comes out like, my God, but it, the dog's not responding to it because the energy is not there. The energy your dog is looking for, in case you have not been following this and you should go back and look into it. That's why I want you to subscribe. See, that's why you need to subscribe. Listen to these podcasts. And also you watch the instructional videos because the one thing I preach and preach and preach about is relaxed body, calm mind, assertiveness when necessary, firmness when necessary, toughness when necessary, but you always got to be calm and relaxed. That's the part, that's the most important ingredient because you always have to stay that way 
adding the assert the firmness, the toughness to it. And then you keep the calmness. Everything is in balance. Hence, barking for balance. Life is about balance. You see what I'm saying? That's right. That's how it works. This is what makes sense. So I want to hear you guys. If you guys have any questions on that, please let me know. I really want to hear your opinions. So share those with me. And as far as like, like when we're talking about the, the energy, you know, energy is important. It's most important thing because, you know, like, like dogs are, are excitable creatures, for example. Right. So you have, a, you have, you have dogs that, you know, create a, hu a certain human emotion, but that human emotion is based on the dog's emotion. So for example, if a dog's excited, sometimes a lot of people, they become excited too. So now it's dogs creates a human that is excited. Okay. Dog's excitement makes human excitement. Now on the flip side of it, the human excitement makes the dog's excitement, right? Now here's the problem. Without being able to control these emotions, right? Now, whether it's excitement or fear or nervousness or, or whatever, whatever you want, whatever emotion you could think of, those emotions will become your dog's emotions. On the flip side, if we allow our dog to make our emotions or create our emotions, then the dog becomes the um, initiator or the leader, hink wink, of how we feel. So the, the biggest the biggest problem with that whole concept is, again, dogs a lot of times make humans their you know the human counterpart feel a certain way, act a certain way. Now if that's the case, who's controlling who? So if you are allowing a dog to make you excitable, right? That's you letting your dog be be a certain way, and then you become the same way, right? But the problem becomes that the more you are asking your dog to be excited, and I'm just using excitement as an example, because as, as most of you, who, you know, most of my clients, I should say, have heard me say a million times is excitement is the root of all evil, because most problems, if not all problems, they stem from excitement. Well, I shouldn't say all problems, but let's say 95% of the problems or the typical behavioral issues or the typical nuisance problems. They all stem from excitement. So excitement is the rule of all evil, oftentimes aggressive aggression as well. So if if you have um, if, if you're in a situation where excitement is the root of all evil, and again, I'm just using the excitement as, as, a, as an example, but there's a reason you're you have to understand that dogs want to please us. Right. So if your dog acts excited and you act excited with them, now you're both in the same state. You're both acting the same way. So he's thinking, well, I'm acting excited he or she want, is acting excited, that means we need to be excited. So because they want to please us, guess what? They're going to act more and more like that because that's really what they want, right? I'm sorry, that's really what, what we're, we're telling them that we want. So the problem with that is that the more excited they become, the more the problems that you think are the problems come, come around. Because people will research and ask for help in the areas of such as, you know, my, how do I stop my dog from jumping? How do I stop my dog from digging? How do I stop my dog from barking? How do I stop my dog from biting? I got news for you. Listen to this. Those are not the problem. Those are the results of the problem. You know what the problem is? I'm waiting. What do you think there are? Write them in those comments. I want to hear what those are. You guys are smart. You know what I'm talking about. What's the problem? It's excitement. So if you have those problems, 
they're coming from the real problem, which is the excitement problem. That's the real problem. So you solve the problem and all that other stuff goes away. That's the thing. So when people will tell me, well, you know, how do I solve this? Well, this is how you solve it, but that doesn't mean that we're addressing that specific area. So for example, dog training techniques focus on how to get a dog to stop jumping on you and they'll use treats and they'll use obedience commands and they'll use whatever crap that, you know, dog training techniques being used to to fix the quote unquote problem. But if you don't address the reason why you have a problem, which again is the excitement, then that's never going to go away. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Do you understand what I'm saying? So we have to address the reason why this happened. And a lot of times with my clients, when we address the excitement factor and they're telling me, yeah, but how do I stop them from doing this? And how do I stop them from doing that? If we address the excitement factor in a variety of different ways, guess what happens? All these problems start to disappear. No wonder. Me. Yeah, because we address the reason why those problems existed in the first place. Make sense? Right? Okay. So all this all this kind of all this kind of talk of you know letting a dog um you know how i'm sorry all all this talk of how a dog you know is affecting us is is part of the problem because the fact that they're that we're allowing their emotions to affect us means that we're giving them all the power you know their behavior affects our emotions therefore they're in control of how they should behave how they should feel which in turn is how they're going to behave. You know what I'm saying? So if they, if, if that's how they become, it's because we never gave them direction on how to feel, therefore how to behave. Megabish, make sense? So do you want your dog to make you excited or do you want to make your dog excited? Which one is it? So if you think about it like this, if you make your dog excited, okay, there's nothing wrong with that. You can make your dog excited all you want, but you got to be able to tone it down. So how do you do that? Well, it's simple. Now you got to feed him something else. But the key here is this. People will say to me, well, when my dog behaves, I'll calm down. Buona fortuna, carazze. It ain't going to happen. If you are waiting for your dog to affect your emotions, you're, that's never going to happen. What your dog is waiting for is for you to be able to affect his emotions so that this way he could behave differently. Make sense? So if your ability, if you're allowing your dog to affect your emotions, who's leading who? I mean, seriously, think about it. Even in the human world, if we allow somebody to take over our emotions and to control our emotions, that's a lot of power we're giving those, those individuals. So when it comes to the relationship, dog, human or human dog, right? Dog controls human. Dog is excited, human becomes excited, right? Dog becomes something, calm. The dog, human becomes calm. Who's leading who? Now, if we reverse this, again, if we want our dog to be a certain way and to behave a certain way, what we have to do is we have to allow that dog and we have to lead that dog from our own emotions and then that emotion will become his emotion, right? Make sense? So if we are calm, our dog becomes calm, right? So dog human, human, dog. So the human makes the dog calm. The human makes the dog excited, right? 
if the human is fearful, that makes the hum the dog fearful. If the human is nervous, then the dog becomes nervous, right? So dogs actually help us tremendously with our own emotions, our own energy. That's how beautiful a human dog relationship is. If you are the one that dictates the emotional state of the dog by doing and feeling the right emotional state yourself, right? So if you have, for example, if you're a person that, that suffers with anxiety and you're looking for your dog to help with that anxiety, that anxiety oftentimes will transfer to your dog. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you are looking for your dog to be a calming influence, and this is how oftentimes I see it, people with anxiety don't, um, don't magically lose that anxiety because of their dog. You know what I mean? What happens is that their emotions change when they're around their dog. Make sense? Does this make, does this make sense at all? Because if we stay in the same state, unfortunately that becomes your dog's state, but the changes that happen from you are because of your dog. Therefore the dog is not affected that way. You know what I mean? It's just that our, a dog helps, help, helps us change our emotional state, change our mental state. They make us go from anxiety, fear, and nervousness to calmness. Now, obviously, that's in a more controlled environment. You know, if a person like uh, like that, that that suffers from with with anxiety, for example, um, if a person's suffering with anxiety then it's a more controlled environment. If they're suffering with anxiety, for example, from large crowds or whatever, you know, you can't put, you know, even if you're, you have a dog with you, you're not, that anxiety is not going to wait because the reason for your anxiety is there. So the dog's not going to just make it disappear, right? So it's more like that dog is helping you change your mind. It's more like changing the channel in your brain to a more soothing channel, right? It has like the same effect as like soothing music has to, to us or uh, meditation or massages or whatever that has a calming, relaxing, relaxing effect on us. That's what the dog is doing indirectly. You know, that's the beauty of a dog-human relationship. So, um, so, you know, it's important to understand how that energy affects us, you know? So it's important to understand how our energy affects them just as much as their energy can possibly affect us if we use it the right way. That's how wonderful it is. You know, um, you can't make your dog or may force your dog to make you change your ways unless you just kind of shut your brain down and just let your dog feed you that calmness. But if you are so anxious that you can't shut it off, you know, and you stay in that like anxious, nervous, fearful state, I hate to tell you, your dog will become the same way. It's just that simple. But if you allow it to shut down, then your dog can fill that in with his energy or her energy. And now all of a sudden we feel good. Does this all make sense? That's the beauty of dogs. I mean, I just, you know, that's one of the things I love about dogs is that, you know, they help us in, in, in a therapeutic way, like you can imagine, if you understand the psychology of it, if you understand how things work when it comes to the dogs. And if you want to know more, please let me know. Um, I mean, you know, I want to hear your opinions and please share your, your opinions on, on this whole concept. I really would love to know what you guys think. 
And, uh, you know, it's, it's weird because like in the dog, in the dog community, there's a lot of um, a different, different ways of doing things. You know, there's a lot of different ways of, of how to relate to dogs, you know, and um, it, it's sad because a lot of people treat dogs like robots. You know, it's all about commands and words and, you know, you know, I want my dog to be trained not to do this and to train not to do that. A human dog is a relationship human dog relationship. So a dog has needs as a dog that we have to fulfill much like a man and a man and woman, you know, have are in that are in a relationship, they each have different ways of thinking, feeling and acting, which means that we have to be able to understand the other person in order to cater to their needs, wants and desires. And it's not based on making them robotic. It's not training them to do certain things. That's just stupid. That's why there's all these problems with because we're not we're looking at ourselves. We're not looking at the other person. And with dogs, that's really that's really the key. That's why, you know, we train people into understanding dogs and building that relationship by catering to what your dog needs from you, you know, what your dog wants from you, you know. So, um, and like I said, there's a lot of different and various ways of doing this. And unfortunately, you know, that creates a lot of friction, a lot of competition with people that just don't get it. And they're not willing to admit that that's the way it's supposed to be because some people just can't do certain things. Some people just don't want to admit that they don't know this kind of stuff and they're not willing to, to, to learn it or to change. You know, they rather just stick with their own stupid crap and blame others. You know, I was just talking to somebody on the phone who had a, a dog aggressive dog who, who uh, was working with the trainer and the, 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 the tr it was a dog trainer, trick or treater, as I call them. So Betsy Schrunze, um, and, and this person told him, well, you know, this dog just doesn't like other dogs. That's a stupid shit. It's so stupid. It's very frustrating because again, if people just if, if these type of dog professional would just educate themselves um, in, in the reality of it, then we could all work together and, and the dog population, the animal population would just benefit from that because we all have our roles and we all can learn from one another, you know, and it really is upsetting to me. Um, like I was saying before, like when I decided to make a change and I work with um, with, a, you know, it was, a, it was a dog trainer that I that I had hired. Um, when I was, when I, uh, when I first adopted socks to help me with socks and this was a typical dog trainer, you know, typical, what I call, you know, trick or treater and he really didn't help, but, you know, I was scared about changing careers and starting my own, my own thing with the dogs. So, um, I wanted to be hired by somebody. So I don't have to worry about like building a clientele. I didn't have a reputation and all that kind of stuff. So, and then he sent to make a really long story short, I talk about this on, on, on one of the podcasts and we'll include the, uh, the link to that. So you could take a look, but you know, I, I talk about uh, how he sent me to his mentor and his mentor, you know, said I wasn't gifted enough. I wasn't talented enough. I didn't know enough. And he decided not to hire me. So it turned out to be a blessing because I ended up doing my own thing and here we are. And, you know, the reason why I, I wanted to bring up about how, um, people, you know, people are going to be jealous of us is, is because this happened, th this happens to me. And this is this is a typical a typical example of it because you know the fact of the matter is that some people just can't you know just just can't see us they can't see us being blessed you know I 
I talk about God a lot and I believe in God. Faith and patience are really what I live by. You know, God is what I live by. And, you know, God has taken care of me incredibly throughout my, my years. Still does, always has. And, um, you know, I'm blessed, you know, in a lot of different ways. And people just can't handle seeing us blessed, especially when they're being left behind because they're not willing to make and do the things that could get them blessed either. You know, they're focused on others and they're jealous of other people's accomplish accomplishments and or successes, you know, and, um, you know, they, they would much rather see us stay at their level than try to, um, you know, to rise up to our level, you know, and, uh, you know, there's an old Sicilian saying that says, uh, which, which means that the envy will eat their eyes. Yeah, the envy is going to eat their eyes. And there's a lot of people like that. I'm sure, you know, you guys know some of that situation. You know, please share share that with me. We'd love to hear, um, you know, but you can't be upset. Like, I don't get upset. Me, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Look, sometimes it pisses me off. I mean, I think you guys could tell that I have a little bit of a Icorna Siciliana. You know, I get pissed off. I say that a lot to them. That's why Hannibal, uh, who's my African great parrot, has picked up that particular phrase amongst a few other choice Sicilian phrases that uh, some of them I did not teach him. Uh, some of them he just picked up because I say them quite frequently. And uh, that's about it. I'm not going to say anything more about that. But um, yeah, so and that's it. That's it. But you know, of course, you know, we're all human. I mean, listen, it's gonna it's gonna, you know, affect us somehow. But I try to not let it upset me. You know, I try my hardest to let God be my vindicator. And it's kind of funny. Um, now that I'm saying that, that I let God be my vindicator because, um, you know, the, the bottom line is that it's kind of like a compliment, you know, when people, when people are a little upset or they're like a little, uh, I'm not upset when they're, um, you know, when they're jealous, um, you know, I kind of also look at it in like a, like a different way. I look at it like, wow, then people that the fact that people are upset or they're like, they're noticing, you know, it's like, uh, you know, haters are going to hate kind of thing. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's just like a song that says, if you ain't, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping or something like that. I think it's like a rap song or something. You get, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. And I really like that because it's true. If you got no haters, then you, you know, you got nothing going on. So, um, so it's, you know, I take it as a compliment. It's a sign as far as I can, as far as I'm concerned, it's a sign of, of, of greater things to come. Greater things are coming when that, you know, when that stuff takes place. So, um, you know, you know, that's that and they're envious. And, you know, like I said, I let God be my vindicator because I could give you a perfect example. Um, there was there was a while back, you know, I, I belong to like these 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 local, um, you know, Facebook groups where people, um, you know, can ask questions about, you know, if they need advice or whatever. Um, about various pets or whatnot. So I'm pretty well known in this one particular group. And um, when people ask about, you know, for, for dog advice, and they need help, or they're requesting like, like a dog behaviorist or a dog trainer, you know, I've like been called dog trainer, but you know, so, you know, anyway. Um, yeah, I hate being called a dog trainer for that reason, but whatever. We'll get to that another time. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll try to educate the world on the difference between a dog trainer and what we're trying to do here. But anyway, so, um, so people will request, you know, will request their advice or training or whatever. And I get, you know, a lot of, ref of, of, uh, of tags, I, you know, people that, that recommend me in there, in those groups. So there was one particular time where, um, somebody was requesting, you know, a trainer and, 
you know, quite a few of my clients or people that just know me that follow me on social media and on the podcast and on YouTube um, had recommended me. So there was a, it was, it was a high volume of, of my, you know, my name was popping up quite a bit on this, quite a bit on this particular post. Well, these two big, big, big ladies, uh, <laughs> especially one that I, I'd seen before very sporadically. She's usually the one that just like, is like, uh, you know, she was, she was, she's always talking shit and in general and for some reason this time she targeted me i'm not sure why um and so and and there was another one actually there was two of them it was this 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 piece of work but so the merda yeah uh and uh, and then the other one just so happened to be the mentor of the trainer that um that told that you know basically the mentor that said that i was not talented i wasn't doing it i wasn't good uh, at this stuff. So, and these two people, like I said, their name pops up sporadically, but it's always them just chiming in. I never seen anybody like, you know, talk, you know, recommend them ever. So, and I will get to that in a second. So these two, Shonse, uh, <laughs> you know, had some, 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 some things to say. And, um, you know, they were just talking shit to the person who had requested help. And they were saying some, they were saying one of the, one of them, I forget which one it was, said something in particular, which I was just like, hmm. she said something on the lines of like, um, you know, some people, um, some, you know, be careful of, 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 of some of the people on here. Um, you know, he has an army of women. I use this phrase. He has an army of women. Uh, I'm trying to think of the exact way. He has an army of women. Oh, some some people actually have an army of women working for them, and that's why you know their name pops up a lot. Well, I know that was me because there was an army of women that were recommending me. Okay, um, but it's interesting because not one goddamn person recommended them. Stupid asses. Yeah, not one person recommended them. So um, clearly, they suck. That's right. Suka, suka. There you go. Okay. So, you know, I kind of find that funny, to be honest. I wasn't really upset when that happened. I kind of find it, I found it funny because they spent so much time writing these posts. And I don't know if they personally, you know, if they, if they DM'd this person. I don't know if they DM this person privately to talk more shit. I don't exactly know, but they wrote these long ass paragraphs about all this crap and this and that, the other thing. And, um, you know, I, I couldn't help but, but think to myself, like if they only spend more time learning to do things the right way, then maybe they would have more clients and more sources of referrals. You know what I mean? If they, they, they spend more time, you know, on their craft, as opposed to tearing people down who actually clearly are doing a good job. Like, what do they, what do they think? I'm like paying these people to like post my name. I mean, come on. These are all clients that have worked with me that have gotten results. So they're saying, this is the guy you want to talk to. But obviously, if nobody's mentioning their name, clearly nobody knows who the fuck they are. So, you know, it's really, it's really funny, um, you know, that, that they, they'd rather do, do this as opposed to like, listen, if you want to learn, I'll teach you. Come and talk to me. I'll teach you everything you need to know. You'll learn. We could help the dog community. 
instead of just sitting there on your on your Facebook and and talking shit about people. Mava fun cool, you know. Um, you know, they maybe if they did that, they wouldn't have time or energy to 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 trash other people, to be jealous of other people. They'd be helping other people. You know, they'd be helping dogs for crying out loud. You know, and having a, a much better life as opposed to this crap. You know, so um, like I said, if as far as I'm concerned. It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, like, you know, I wasn't about to argue with them. I refuse to do that. I have no intentions of getting involved in this, this battle. Um, you can't win with, with stupidity, with stupid people. You know, it's, it is what it is, you know, you know, it's good. You know, it, the easiest thing is, um, you know, you just have to learn that this is at least what I do is it, it, it just, I just move forward and, and, and that's it. You know, it's, it, I just move on. I, I, you know, I would rather, how could I put it? Um, I don't want to waste my time or energy and focus. Um, I would rather, I would rather use my time, energy, and focus on the things that um, are useful for my own goals, you know, and that's really what I choose to do. You know, um, I don't want to waste my time on, on, on envious people because at the end of the day, you're not going to change them. You know, you're not going to change their perspective. You just move on and just do your thing, you know, and hopefully at some point, if they're, if, if God wants that, he'll change their opinion for you. And that's really why I mean, like God is my vindicator because these same people that Lord knows how long they've been following my name and my reputation. And God only knows, like they're probably going on my, on my, on my social media pages and my YouTube channel and the whole bit. And Lord knows how much they, time they spent on here, which thank you very much, by the way. You know, I don't even know who these people are. So I'm not even going to give them the time of day of wasting my time with them. I could care less who they are, you know, but the fact that, you know, they know who I am, that's a good thing. You know, it's, uh, you know, every, any kind of publicity is good publicity. Listen, at the end of the day, it's all about the dogs. You know, it's about the dogs and it's all about those people, those dog owners that want to learn for themselves and for their dogs. That's really what it's about. You're not going to win every battle. I know that I'm not going to win any battle. So why fight every battle? I'm not going to let that happen. Let God fight those battles for me. You know, I'm just going to plug away and do my thing. And that's that. But I, I bring this up because, you know, whatever, whatever the situation we're in, you know, and I, you see this, I'm sure you see this also, you know, tell me, please, please, how you feel and how you, and you know, if you agree, you see this on your own social, social media pages where, you know, people talk about this one and, you know, this one, the marriage here and the finances here and the business there and the children here and all sorts of crap. Listen, when people start to become successful, that's what happens. There's going to be, there's going to be those that are going to be jealous of that success because they don't have a, 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 the, the ability or the desire to kind of like catch up. They'd, they'd rather drag us down than come with us. And that's fine. You know what? You leave them back there. You leave them down there. You wave at them and you say, hello, you know, you flung poop at them. Poop. You know, that's what you do. That it's, it's, it's that simple. I mean, let God be your vindicator. That's, that's the best advice I could give you when people, uh, when you find yourself in a situation with somebody got media, you know, uh, when you deal when you're dealing with somebody on media, which in case you forgot, is the envy will eat their eyes. Uh, I'm not sure why that is, but whatever. That's the Sicilian saying. On media, just let God be your vindicator. Just do your thing. You know, enjoy it. Listen, 
they are, you know, they know who you are. You have no idea who they are, but they know who you are. So knock yourself out, you know, trash all you want. At the end of the day, the people that are on my side are on my side for a reason, which means that I'm doing exactly what it is that I should be doing, exactly what it is that God has been wanting me to do. And I'm helping the dog world. I'm helping the human world. And I'm going to continue to do so and continue to get better and better and better at it. And hopefully along the way, some of these people will, you know, come along and join the party, you know? And if they don't, and that's that. So anyway, but um, yeah, let God be your vindicator is the bottom line for that. And uh, listen, it's all about the dogs at the end of the day, you know, because a calm, relaxed mind really works magic when it comes to dogs. And that's really the, the foundation. You know, it's okay to stumble every once in a while. You get upset, angry, annoyed, but, you know, just get back on track. You know, you just don't want to, you don't want to stay on that track of being upset over somebody who's jealous of you because then they win and you lose, you know? Um, and then guess what? Your dogs also lose because you're not in the right mindset. So we're back to that, that, that whole situation where your emotional state is not, is affecting your dog in the negative, where we want the positive emotional state to affect your dog in the positive as well. So, so it's really that, that kind of dynamic. So, um, that's just a little bit of, of my insight and, you know, guys, tell me what you think about that. Um, any questions, let me know any topics you want me to cover. Let me know. And, uh, listen, I love about dog. I love talking about dogs. I love helping dogs. I love helping people. That's the purpose of this podcast. Um, you know, and it's the purpose of this whole YouTube channel, to be honest. Uh, this whole platform is based on, you know, helping people because helping people ultimately will help the dog community. We have to educate people about dogs, the, about the reality, not the, not the bullshit of dogs, what really, you know, keeps them alive, safe, happy, fulfilled, and well-behaved. As we say here at Pac-Man to the Rescue, we train people, not dogs. And um, we train people, not dogs, to make dogs happy, fulfilled, and well-behaved. That's really the goal. So um, and we're going to continue to do that and get bigger and bigger and bigger. And uh, if you guys have any questions, if you like to cover some, if you want to, you know, listen, you guys want to join the podcast. Why don't you come come join the podcast? A special guest will do a little banter. Or if you speak Sicilian, just join the podcast. I mean, we can't speak Sicilian the whole time. Otherwise, people are not going to understand us. But, you know, of course, we have to throw food in there, you know, so. Got to talk about food, which I haven't talked about food. Maybe next podcast, I'll talk a little bit about food. I haven't talked about food in a while. Anyway, Whew, I'm getting hungry now all of a sudden. Thank God this is the end of it. I'm going to go eat so soon. So uh, so anyway, so thanks to Jordan over there who uh, suggested some good topics. And uh, Jordan, I hope you uh, you enjoy this podcast and it answers some of your questions. And if you guys have any other questions or, like I said, any topics, please let me know. Um, this is Barking for Balance, and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And remember, anybody got media chimanchalokia, manala farinkulo. Very important. So hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Barking for Balance. I am Pat the Pac-Man. Catch you guys next time.